and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and in this next series, we are focusing on getting to know Jesus through the witness of Matthew, the former tax collector, whom Jesus called to help spread the good news of salvation. We need to trust in something that is eternal, not of this world. That is Jesus Christ, our confident hope. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to study the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the Word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dive in. Matthew 24, the birth pains Jesus predicted are, be, are coming stronger and more frequent. Here we have the beginning of the end of the kingdom of Israel and of the earth as we know it. We are living in the last days. I know, I know, people have been saying that for centuries. Nevertheless, you can't ignore what's happening in the world right now and the uncanny similarities it has to the end times prophecies that Jesus foretold in Mark 13, Luke 17 and 21, and in today's chapter, Matthew 24. Let's take each section one by one, and I've embedded videos over in my blog that dig deeper into the explanations. Okay, let's dig in, Matthew 24. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth. They will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Now, this actually happened in 70 AD when Roman Emperor Titus destroyed the temple in the city of Jerusalem. And if you click on over to my blog, I, hit, I have a link where you can get uh, more information um, on Wikipedia. So this is an actual prophecy. So because he was he was saying this in what around 33 AD, you know, so 70, uh, 70 AD, that's when it happened. <clears throat> The birth pains of the Messiah, this, I'm calling this, okay, verse 3. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told him, don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars. But don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Okay, so here's, there's some points to ponder here. First, these are signs of Jesus' impending return and the end of the world. The end of the world is not yet. That happens after the rapture and the great tribulation. All that is neatly laid out in the book of Revelation, and I've done a study on that. So you can click on over to my blog and check out the study in the book of Revelation. Then there will be many false messiahs of false prophets, and there have been and there are now many loud false voices preaching in churches today. You need the Holy Spirit in your heart to help you tell the difference from a deceiver and a person preaching the gospel truth. This is part of Satan's spiritual warfare against believers. 
And believe me, this is real. This is really true because I can I can watch a video online, and and my heart will just get into knots, you know, and saying, "Oh, this isn't right," you know, and I'll shut it off. But when I'm listening to the truth, I feel a joy inside of me, say, and a peace inside of me. Even though they're talking about wars and rumors of wars and everything, and you know what's going on, but I know inside my heart that this is the truth. The Holy Spirit is telling me this is the truth. Okay, wars and rumors of wars. Tensions right now in the Middle East are high, higher than ever before. And I have a video at the bottom of my blog that goes in, that's you know, very recent with the latest uh, updates on Middle East news. Don't panic. Jesus tells us not to panic when we see and hear all these things because they must take place. And here's something interesting. The word nation in Greek is ethnos, E-T-H-N-O-S. That's where we get our words ethnic and ethnicity. That's what we have going on in America right now. Hatred, violence, and evil are rising from idea viruses, and I did a whole article on that, pinning ethnicities against other ethnicities. Famines caused by pestilences are increasing. Pests eat the crops and then there's no food. We have rats and mice plagues in Australia, locusts in Africa and the Middle East, and expect swarms of cicadas in the U.S. And of course, the economic downturn that the coronavirus pandemic caused is also part of this. Then we've got earthquakes, which have increased in frequency and magnitude. I found an app called QuakeFeed. It's free and it's really interesting. And it shows a map of earthquakes around the world. I follow the EMSC reports of earthquakes, 2.0 magnitudes and higher. In one day, there have been over 200 earthquakes. And I have a map in my blog. You can go check it out. It was from today, um, this evening. And it shows the ring of fire around the Pacific Ocean. And along with earthquakes come volcanoes and tsunamis. So in one day, in this one, in this map, or this today, in the last 24 hours, there have been over 200 earthquakes, 2.0 or higher. And along with earthquakes come volcanoes and tsunamis. And if you look closely in the app, you can see clusters of quakes in certain areas. And these are signs that the big one is coming soon. It's coming soon. Continuing, verse 9, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will, will appear and deceive many people. Sin will become rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Okay, um, in the book of Acts, we can follow the lives of some of the disciples and how they were persecuted. Christians are persecuted all over the world. Check out um, the nonprofit ministry called Voice of the Martyrs. Unfortunately, Christians are facing a different type of persecution in America, from churches not being able to meet even outdoors, to a bill in the Senate that will wipe out freedom of religion. Um, and um, he says that many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. That's what's called apostasy. I'm going to be doing a blog article on that, but 
um, uh, that's what's covered. In, that's what he talks about in, in verse 10, that people are turning away. And that's been happening for a long time, <laughs> uh, turning away from the truth. Um, and Jesus brings up false prophets again, more deceivers. Do you have a feeling that sin is rampant everywhere, that there is no longer such a thing as a moral compass? Then Jesus tells us to hang in there, be patient, stay strong, and endure to the end, and we'll receive our rewards of salvation. And the last line is the one I stand on daily. The gospel will be preached all over the world. That's why I support ministries who have the purpose to translate the gospel into heart languages of unreached people groups. And you can click on over to my blog and, and I have a link in the top um, to a list of uh, several ministries that you can, you can uh, support and see the good work that they do. Um, then Jesus jumps forward to three and a half years before the return of Christ. The Great Tribulation will be for seven years, and this happens halfway, so we're in verse 15. The day is coming when you will see what Daniel, chapter 12, there's a link to that, the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it would be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be great anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive. But it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Right now, there is no temple for anyone to desecrate in Jerusalem. The Dome of the Rock Mosque sits where the temple was. Currently in Jerusalem, there are groups ready to build the next temple. And I've embedded a video in my blog, which shows a computerized rendering of the future temple. They are ready. They just need that Dome of the Rock to be gone. <laughs> oh, in these next passages, Jesus warns us again about false teachers and prophets. We're in verse 23. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look, or look, he is hiding there, don't believe it. For as lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes, just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Um, immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. This, my friends, is the glorious appearing. Um, and Jesus wins. So, And you can go in the book of Revelation if it's, um, uh, that's covered there. And this next passage is a description of the rapture, verse 31. And he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of the trumpet, and he will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. After the rapture, who will get left behind? And we have the fig tree. Um, now, learn a lesson from the fig 
tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near right at the door. I tell you the truth. This generation, age or nation, will not pass from this seed until these take place. Now I'm going to defer here to one of the Bible prophecy preachers I follow who can explain the meaning of this fig tree here. Um, and so I've got a video in the blog. You can check that out. And the next line is important. Verse 35. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. No matter how hard the cancel culture can try, you can't cancel Jesus. You can't cancel the Bible. It is the word of God, and the word of God will never disappear here. People need to turn to the true gospel now, or they will discover the truth the hard way. Continuing to verse 36. However, no one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings and right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put, put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks, my master will be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants and partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. Oh, we talked about them yesterday. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that, my friends, is hell. hell. Wow. Okay, so more points to ponder. Only God the Father knows when the rapture will happen. And I believe that God, this is my opinion, I believe that God has a certain number of pre-tribulation believers in mind. Once that number is reached, then he'll send Jesus to come and get us all. Believers. Believers. And we need to be ready, ready. Keep watch. We see the signs. We have to be ready, ready. If you're not sure of your Savior, if you truly want to be born again, you have the assurance of salvation. Receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven, and heaven won't be left behind in the rapture. What you need to do is invite Jesus into your heart. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes for you. You can go over to my blog. The blog where it says, how to invite Jesus into your heart. And at the bottom of my blog, I have some more end-time news videos. And I, I have a link at the top of my blog um, with all the Bible prophecy channels that I'm watching. And, and subscribe to myself to keep up with this. Because every day, something else happens around the world. That is another sign of the end times.
So we give glory to God alone, only the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.